You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast. 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 Hello. Hey, Jeff, Juice, and Johnny from Dead Eye Doll. <laughs> Welcome hey, to the, hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Old Guys Sean Talk Bobby. Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast from Welcome. Arizona. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Really, man. I'm here with Thanks my co-host, with Sean, and me, Bobby V. Thank you for being on again. And let's talk Sean. metal. Let's talk punk. Let's talk about life. <laughs> How about that? Sean, Bobby, thanks, thanks for having us on, man. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you for being on. So you guys are Jersey boys? Jersey, born yeah. and bred. Yeah, right outside New York. Nice. <laughs> I can tell by the accent. Long Branch? Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> so Burn tell County, us, man. Like- tell us what's going on in New Jersey. <laughs> it sucks. It's lockdown. <laughs> Everybody's on lockdown, man. <laughs> We're like in the epicenter where everything hit with the COVID, like, we got shut down in like March, and we've basically been in lockdown still. Right. But here in Arizona, nobody it's seems hot. to give a shit. <laughs> well, Arizona just started, yeah, Arizona just started getting hit. Yeah, but you know, we don't wear motorcycle helmets, and we wear guns on our side, so it's just what it <laughs> is. <laughs> 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 you can't ride a motorcycle around here, you're going to get killed. <laughs> well, we were hoping the 117 degree heat would kill the virus, but that didn't happen. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were hoping so too, but thank God with all the there's a lot of music happening online now, you know. And that's the totally thing. Safe. I don't. I don't know when we're going to see live music again, man. I mean, and I was. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, it's it's so iffy right now. Yeah, but it ain't going to go away. No, it won't go away, it's but totally it's going to take a while. It's totally changed the way bands function. It's totally changed the way bands interact with the band. And no, I got to pay nine bucks to see Clutch now. Practice. Right. Well, we know nowadays a lot of bands, unless they're gigantic and huge, you don't make a lot of money selling albums or anything because oh, yeah. of what's oh, going on. No, absolutely. But especially everything's free now, too. Like, you know, people just expect it free. Like, we put our whole album out for free on YouTube from the, from the first day we released it. We just we gave it free because, you know, people, you know, they're going to get it free anyway from YouTube or Spotify or, you know, just. Go to our website. Yeah, stream on the website. Right. So that's why it's so important for bands to to tour, too, and get out there, make money on the road, and also make money on merchandising. You know, we all know what's going on with Spotify. They really give you, what, 39.00039 of a cent? You know? Yeah, and good luck. Good luck trying to get it. Yeah, they still owe us money right now. Really? And he was on the CEO was, go ahead. Yeah, we just want people to hear our music anyway, so you know, we put it out there and hopefully you know, just people listen to it. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, and then the owner comes out of Spotify and like, "Well, bands want to make more, make more money. They got to make more albums per year. So what? You can make more money, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna pay for the studio time? Yeah. Just that. Even if you do, like a lot of bands, a lot of indie bands will do their own production. We do like over a hundred percent of our own production. We send it out to get mastered at the end, but right, like even that, even if you're doing it all yourself, it still costs. You know, if you're gonna put out multiple albums a year, it's still gonna cost you. Yeah, absolutely. You so, know, as an artist, so tell the world out there how you guys came to be. What are your origins? How'd you guys all come together and make this band? We've been friends since we've been little kids, man. Elementary school, and we've all nice. you know we've been in band together our whole life. You know, in different incarnations of different bands. The three of us have probably been in four or five different bands together. 
this band that I know probably started, I guess, it was around summer of 2017. We said, you know, we're going to put something together again and start playing, and that's it, man. We, we said we're going to buy all the stuff to record ourselves, and we're going to do everything ourselves from here on in, just make music and have fun. Yeah. So I understand you guys got a, a new single coming out on a new album. Is that correct? We have, a, yeah. We're going we're gonna to start recording a new single probably tonight, and, you know, our, our plan was to put an album out first, next. And, but we're going to do a single in between. That's, you know, off single, it's not on the album. And then we're going to start recording a new album. Well, it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of the way to go is know, to yeah, do yeah. singles. Because then you get to, you know, hype the publicity on each one. Absolutely. You know, that's it too. Like, no one does albums anymore. They, we're, we're all pulled up. They put out eight singles. And, you know, you're right. You kind of, it seems like you have a lot of content that way. If you just Gives you another you chance know, to hit the out. social media, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You get to push everyone. And we, even though we did it a, a full album on our last album, we did individual lyric videos for every song so that we could re-push every song as an individual single. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I think it's smart to do videos with each single, too. I think it's good for YouTube and... Cause everything Absolutely. everybody goes on YouTube. <laughs> everybody. I, I listen to like I, I'm different. Jeff listens to a lot of Spotify. Juice listens to a lot of you know albums and uh, satellite radio. But you know I listen to most of my music on YouTube. Me I'm too. A guy who, if Me I too. For a song, I'll be like, oh, uh, Pantera, and then look on YouTube and watch the video. Right, and even if it's not a video, even if it's just a video of a record spinning, I still listen to it. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so all morning I've been listening to uh, this cover you made, so let's talk about the Sex Pistols. Nice. <laughs> and yeah. Pretty Fake is one of my most favorite songs from Nevermind the Bullocks, of course, and I think you guys do an awesome and killer cover. I've been playing it all morning. It's, it's kick-ass. Thank you, man. <laughs> we, we appreciate We appreciate that. We try to, you know, we try to do it our way and still... Keep the you know the roots of the song true to the text. Yeah, people love the song; they want to hear that song. So we didn't try to change it up too much, you know. We tried to do it like you know we wanted to do it sound like Dead Eye Doll doing Pretty Big, and not like Dead Eye Doll doing the text. Yeah. We wanted to keep right. the text of the song, you know. But I like how you have yeah, to but, kept the never mind the blocks covers <laughs> the colors. I mean, yeah. for your single, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> It cracked me up, man. It's great. <laughs> so, and I'm glad you did pretty vacant and not like um, Anarchy in the UK or God Save the Queen. Yeah. I mean, everybody seemed yeah, to have well, done those. It's been done so many times. That's the thing. Is, you know, and we're not even, we were never a big, we never do covers. Like, it's something that's so off for us. We've always, like, stressed being original and, you know, we always went original and, you know, it was weird. You never actually recorded a cover like that. And what you really hope when you do a cover is that you get sued. Because you'll get some more publicity out of it. <laughs> no, I know, absolutely. We're only hoping to get sued. Yeah. We, so, we so it's going to start doing Britney Spears songs next, or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. We did secure the licenses for us. So we paid it. We did that. We do have the licenses for it, so we did pay for the We went the right way because we didn't want to get sued, but you're right. Probably should have. I love your guys' East Coast energy, man. It's great. It's uh, refreshing to hear out here where it we is. live, man. We're like cowboys. Yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, you guys grew up in Arizona? I lived in California most of my life, but you know how it is. I mean, it's just a different scene out there. I got a lot of friends in New York, New Jersey. I'm, I'm just glad to hear the energy of the people again, man, because it's like, it, you know, it's some missing from this world. Yeah, nobody's, yeah, really no. from, uh, nobody's really from Arizona. I'm from Chicago, so we've been out yeah, for a long yeah. time. and uh, It's refreshing to hear somebody that might punch you in the face now and then. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about people in the business, 
not having a set of balls and just doing what the hell they're going to do. Where's the balls? Yeah, it's like, who gives this <laughs> shit anymore? What happened to the anger? You what know? the fuck do we care? Everybody's so yeah, polite nowadays. And rock and roll used to be dangerous. Now it's it different. It is. You know? like, I know, man. Now it's, a good now example it's, is the Sex Pistols. I think rock and roll's in rehab. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Rock and roll's in <laughs> rehab. <laughs> You know, and I, I heard some of the shows, you guys obviously have the same interest we have, you know, as far as like seeing shows back in the day, like free shows, Metallica shows. Those shows used to be dangerous back in the day. It's just different now when you go to a concert. So, yeah, right. It used so, to be like, you, you know, you might take LSD in the parking lot, you might get beat up, you might get arrested. That's yeah. what it was. Now it's uh, like. Not, not, not might. <laughs> three for three. Right. Three for three. It. And you know what you said? It was so funny because last year or two years ago, we were at a show. And I see someone walk into their seat with a pizza. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> get out of here, man. This ain't a fucking ball game. And buy the pizza and then go sit and eat pizza and like have like a chicken a chicken breast sandwich at the show. Nacho. Yeah, Nacho. yeah. Yeah, you should be high out of your mind. You shouldn't, I mean, want, you shouldn't you be interested in eating. You're getting yourself an espresso over at the, at the snack bar and a, a Starbucks espresso, you know. Yeah, and please, if you're going to drink a Coke, at least some slips and Bacardi in it. I'll tell you what, when I was growing up, there's a place called Aragon Ballroom in Chicago, and you would buy beer there, and you were getting a Tupperware bowl, and that's all you got. A little shitty Tupperware yeah, bowl, yeah. and you passed around with your friends. You didn't get no cups. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you're right. I don't ever remember getting food at a concert. I remember getting it, like you said before, I remember getting LSD. And fucking totally drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but not, you know, not getting like a personal pizza and a, and a scone. <laughs> a scone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate scones. I fucking hate them. I gotta tell you, I take any concert right now, though, man. Yeah, well, there is yeah, that. Kinda. <laughs> so tell me, who who are some of your influences, guys, for in your lives? Uh, you know what? We got a wide range. We know everything goes back. to from Zeppelin to Motorhead yeah, to Kiss, 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 I mean, Crew, Guns N' Roses, yeah. New York Dolls, Queen Stone, Stone Age, Motorhead, Motorhead, Big, you know, like, like all the typical, all the usual suspects. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. So, uh, you, go ahead. We went. Out, we were in high school when when Appetite came out. When Appetite's Destruction, mm -hmm. we I was a senior when that record came out. So, sure. like. We was we you know we saw all those bands throughout those years, those even those mid eighties years and the uh, and uh, all the way into the nineties and even till today, all the new bands. So what I thought you guys being from New Jersey would have said Aldo Nova, but you know that's just me. Everybody loves Aldo Nova. Come on, man! That you, leopard suit oh, yeah. shooting lasers out no of his way. guitar. Come we, on! And, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, on this show we never see the BJ word, and that would be Bon Jovi. We never say that. Yeah, we don't. We don't yeah, talk about it. You just we did. Don't. Wait. I know, but I have to explain why I said BJ. People get okay. kind of weird. <laughs> so that's also a battle with the New Jersey. There you got your Bon Jovi people, and then you got your not Bon Jovi people. And then you got right. your, your Springsteen people, and that kind oh, of thing. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, it's funny. Everyone thinks everyone in Jersey loves Springsteen, but it's like a dirty word to some people <laughs> in New Jersey. So, right, like, right. So, like, a lot of metal people, too, especially metalheads, like, you know, even Bon Jovi and Springsteen. Like, Bon Jovi is the metal Springsteen. You know he what is. I mean? Like, yeah, right. You listen to his songs, they're all about blue-collar guy and down on his luck. And he's got to hock his guitar to pay for his mother's heart transplant. Yeah, <laughs> so he can get married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think the guy... Right, he had to give, he had to give up his dreams to, to, to get married. Like, it's almost... Like, 
Sounds like a country song almost. Yeah. New Jersey country. Well, we got lucky in Arizona because we just got Alice Cooper and the Meat Puppets. That's just it. Oh, and you know, Sacred Reich. Weirdos. And Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> just some weirdos. Yeah. Love, we love that, that chick in Alice Cooper, that guitar player. Oh, uh, yeah. Know? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Nita Strauss. Nita Strauss, Strauss is great, oh, yeah. Nice. Nice she used to play in the cover band, the Iron Maidens. That band that tours, the Iron right. Maidens. That's where she came from. Yep. Wow. Who doesn't love the Iron Maidens? Yep. Who doesn't love Iron Maiden in general? So I'm gonna, have you, I'm gonna give you a question, you guys. Who do you prefer? Okay, here it goes. Iron Maiden or Judas Priest? This is the, oh, all right. All right. One question. Right one at a time. If we always argue this, I'm gonna go first with Jeff. 100% okay. Hundred percent priest. Hundred percent priest. Hundred percent priest for Jeff. Yes. Yeah. For Jeff, me, Jeff is hell bent for leather. It's neck and neck, but I think Priest is gonna come in on it. Okay, who's next? It's me, Johnny, but it's tough because I love, like, Nico, like, as a drummer, like, Nico is, is a different level, but... Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Iron Maiden can only do metal, like, Judas Priest could also do metal, but they could also give you, like, a rock song, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they could do a pop metal. song, yeah. They, they're, they're a little more diverse than Maiden, Maiden, I hate to call them a one-trick pony because the people will kill you, but, like, they do Maiden, where Priest can change the sound of they'll do living after midnight and then they'll do like a painkiller you know what right. I mean yeah yeah, yeah he's got a point he's got a point very very well, else you get a, but you get a history lesson from me you, you could scream for <laughs> vengeance or you could be a turbo lover <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, you're right and that, uh, they do have a couple you know like but maiden is is metal you know but, what I mean? when you think of maiden you think of the logo with the way they write iron maiden even that's metal well you know? when you that's see when you see I mean, who has come on, Eddie? He's the most iconic symbol in heavy metal. They got, they got, he's just made a very important point, though, is that Maiden's got the punk edge. They do. They start with, with Paul Diano. They were punk, I think. And Robert Halford, it kind of kind of gave it away when he wore that leather motorcycle or that little leather hat. You guys, you guys know Rob Halford lives out here, right? He lives out here in Arizona. Rob Halford. Yeah, I mean, talking about you know, as far as vocals, to me, Halford was everything to me. Like, I, I got into like. I saw Priest maybe the second show I ever saw was Defense of Space Tour and nice. I, was, I wasn't even really into Priest we actually went to go my father took me to get tickets we were supposed to go see Van Halen so I wanted to see him and I couldn't get Van Halen and my cousin with us and the scalper said yo I got Priest tickets for next week so my cousin's like alright we'll go see Priest I said I, you know I don't know too much about it I saw Scream Revenge's video but I don't know too much about him he said you'll look I went and forget you know Priest for life after that man it was just Priest it my for mind. life <laughs> And, and to me, it comes down to the catalog, too. The catalog Priest has is just a little more extensive to me than Maiden's is. And I love Maiden, don't get me wrong. Like, I, especially as a bass player, I love Harris growing up. I, he's a big influence of mine, but I got to go Priest. So we got one Priest and one Maiden. Who's the no, tiebreaker? They're all Priest. Oh, you're all oh, Priest. Yeah, you, guys, you guys? Oh. You guys, I, you guys got me. You guys are me. Sure, who do you got? Me? Yeah. I'm I, I'm not willing to say. I'm saying maiden. <laughs> I'll say it. I'm one of them people that doesn't that doesn't care. Let me tell you. <laughs> we'll tell you a Rob Halford story. Rob Halford lives out no, but, here. But listen, listen. Okay, Rob Halford lives out here in Arizona, not too far from the studio here. And he bought his home in Arizona because the cactus in the backyard is in the shape of the devil hand sticking up. <laughs> you know, I, saw, I saw that on Instagram. On yeah. the last... <laughs> wow, that's great. That's crazy. Well, think about I mean, I, Unleashing the East. What a great album that is, huh? 
the oh, Green Man Alishi, the now. Ripper, Diamonds and Rust, that, that, <laughs> Sad like Wings the, of Destiny. The, yes. So I will, I will say this just, uh, just on my thing. Like if it's me sitting around the house and it's me listening to YouTube, it's probably going to be hell bent for leather. Yeah. I love the record. You know what I mean? Or, or it's going to be, it's going to be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I go between two minutes to midnight because yeah. I love killing wow. the unborn in the womb. <laughs> die with your boots. Die with your boots on. Die with your boots on. I, yeah. yeah, it's really hard for me to say who it is. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Those, those three maiden albums, you know, Number of Beast, Peace uh, of Mind, and Power Slave. I mean, they're just yeah, three months around. Yeah, absolutely. But then came the guitar you know, synths later, right? With Turbo and also with uh, yeah, Somewhere is, in Time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's that? Yeah, well, thing, you know, I, I was saying around that time, everybody seemed to be doing it. Everybody started getting glammed out. It was weird, man. Like Ozzy with his yep. hair all puffed up and everything. And I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ultimate sin. Ultimate, ultimate Poor Jakey Lee with his hair all ratted out. Sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind when the chicks at the mall do it, but guys, I don't know. Yeah, it was a weird time, man. It was a weird time, you know, but, it, you know. So, and people are still pissed off today because they're like, oh, kill, you know. Who doesn't like Alice in Chains or Soundgarden? Come on now. I mean, no, I mean that, that shit broke when we were young kids too, and it's just it was awesome when the crunch came, you know. Yeah, mud mud honey, the, uh, yeah, mud honey, trees. Pearl yeah. Jam, uh, Smashing Pumpkins yeah, came out of there. All those bands, all yeah. those bands early came to New York, and we would go to those shows. Like I saw Soundgarden on the Bad Motor Finger tour at Roseland, the New York club in Roseland. It's a big club, but it's like a Three thousand theater, you know what I mean, like. Right. But it was basically the one of the greatest shows I ever saw. You know what I mean? I saw they uh, I was the chase on the Dirt tour. They played the same venue, Roseland, and it, those shows, those bands, they just they pulled the top off metal, and they just they just took it to a different level. Sure. Did you guys ever had a chance to go down to CBGB at all when it was open? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that because we did it. We did three uh, three radio shows of CBGB tribute to CBGB. We started out with Ramones, ended with like a Gnostic Front. But you guys, tell us when you guys went down there, man. We love the Gnostic Front. I mean, we saw all the city, you know, all those bands in the city. Man, we saw all the iconic city clubs. We played the Limelight, you know, we Continental, Continental, we Lounge, but we never, we never played CBGBs. But yeah, it was a great club. Hmm. So was the bathroom legendary or what? It was really as grotesque? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's bad as they, if you ever saw that movie about CBs, it's as bad yep. as they portrayed it in the movie. It's that bad. It, it might have been worse. It, it might have been worse. They say if you uh, ever went to CBG bathroom, you're, Im- you're immune to COVID-19. That's yeah. right. I think I saw a meme. Is that there a meme going around? Like yeah, that? yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I put the meme out. Put that meme out too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where I saw it. So we have true. we've been having a debate with our British friends over the pond the other day, and they're saying that punk punk started in England, not in the U.S., not in CBG, no, not in New Ramones, York. The Ramones, the Ramones invented punk rock, and before them. Maybe the Dolls, yeah. Maybe the New York Dolls, or maybe even Iggy and the Stooges. But MC Five, like, yeah. Johnny Ramone was punk, and you had to ask him what punk was. That's right. <laughs> right. So I to agree. Me, the Ramones, the 
Ramones went over to England, the guys from the they admitted themselves, the guys from the Clash and the Pistols, they went, they saw the Ramones play, and then you listen to the first the first Clash record is a Ramones record with with uh, Strummer singing on it, right. I you think, know, yeah, he's that, got a point. He does have a point. That high charge, it's just that high charge remote sound. Yeah. That being said, England has some, you know, kick ass punk bands. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe English punk by more of her, a ferocity to it, but the pistols, you know. Well, they're more yeah. angry. I mean, yeah, but what happens in California in the early 80s after punk rock, like the Dead Kennedys and all those. Black Flag. Black Flag yep. and, and the Circle Jerk and all that hardcore Cali stuff. Yep. That made that punk stuff look tame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't did, think yeah. you can get more angry than Henry Rollins. <laughs> right. <laughs> or Jello Biafra for that matter. Jello Biafra. Yeah. He's pretty angry. I mean, like, we love the Kennedys. Like, going into the recording of this album, we were listening to so much punk. We were listening to the Ramones. We were listening to Ted Kennedys. We even listen to like glammy stuff. I know you said glam, but we listen to like the New York Dolls. Yeah, and like uh, even the Pistols and like uh, uh, stiff little fingers. Yeah, uh, stiff little like, fingers. Yeah, like, yeah, like like a lot of people don't know the stiff little fingers, but then they're like one of the most charged up punk bands. Like it's just great stuff. Yeah, so the first all of Peruza Rollins picking people up by the neck in the crowd and shooting shotgun. Like that was great. It was <laughs> Rollins followed by the Butthole Surfers by Nine Inch Nails. Come on, people! Yeah, it was great. Yep. Yeah, see, not yep. It was an iconic show, man. And, and Jane and I'm, I'm a huge Jane. Yeah, fan. Jane's addiction. Jane, yes. They hit the stage and it's just going to porn. It was, the, it was just a great, great it was show. Also, they, didn't get enough, they didn't get enough credit for like what happened with Mother I, Drake. I think Jane's really started the alternative rock. Yeah, yeah, before Nirvana, 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 and they had they were doing two a night. These guys they would do an eight o'clock show and a ten thirty show. Wow, that's hardcore. Wow. Yeah, so we're going into the ten thirty show, and the guys from Anthrax are coming out of the eight thirty show. Spit, Belladonna, and you know uh, Scott Ian and those guys, and we see them, and they were really cool. We were just you know like nobody's kids. We were like, oh, Anthrax, and they were cool. They stopped and talked to us. And then we went in and saw us live in color. They killed it. Oh, yeah. They're a brilliant band. Great musicians. Yeah, they, they were very cool. The one guy lived right next door to us in Teaneck, the town next to us. The bass player, Muzz, was that his Oh, band? yeah, Muzz, yeah, yeah. Muzz Kelly's sure. from New Jersey. Charlie met Charlie Benante in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a stupid story. It's trying to bust my chop. We love, we love the great stories. They're best. So... Here, here's, here's, here's a question for you guys. Here's a question: Who would you love as your when your band to go on tour with? Who's your ultimate tour buddies? Right now, like as far as active bands, anybody in the world. I, I mean, they don't have to be active. Guns and Roses, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a Guns and Roses tour. Oh, they're headed if they were still yeah. around. I'd throw King Diamond Watch out there. King Diamond. Watch 
Kings of Maniacs. We would say clutch too, but you know we'd be playing smaller venues. So I, you know, King Diamond. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we love, especially Juice. Juice is like he has little action pictures of King Diamond all around the studio. Yeah, Juice. Yeah. And well, I look, I well. Sit out my drum. King Diamond sitting on my drum stool. Like a, a King Diamond glow in the dark. Right now, <laughs> well, right now we have the King Diamond makeup on, so it's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it gets a little smudged out here. It's a little sweaty, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Mer- and, and did you know Merciful Fate is back too? In the essence of just pure rock and roll, though, I mean, it was pretty fun to go on tour to crew in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Crew. <laughs> The crew. Like having a good time. <laughs> the girls, girls, girls tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, it just seemed like I had a great time. You gotta say goodbye. Say goodbye to, say goodbye to your face. liver, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well. And your nostrils. We used to spin that merciful fate and lift the album so much that you know we wore the needle straight through it. I mean right. that that album is classic. I mean you can't. They just blew my mind when I heard "Merciful." People are like, "What's good? Is this satanic?" Or maybe, but listen to the music. Listen, listen to the music. The music. They're more just scary. Yeah. Well, them and Abigail when that came out too, that was just like crank that up in the woods, man. Just sit out all night with those albums. You actually felt like you were in the album. And also, uh, "Don't Break the Oath." Yeah, well, we love it. Yeah, that was, uh, come to the so come to the Sabbath. <laughs> And it's so funny when you see King Diamond like without his makeup. He's a really nice guy. Short. He lives in Texas. He has cats. (laughs) Yeah, he's like a regular guy. Goes out. He goes to Waffle House. Yeah, he goes to Waffle. Yeah, gets himself on one of the All Star breakfast. I think he gets cheesy eggs with raisin toast. (laughs) (laughs) And he always takes his coffee black. Remember that? He's got to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Black yeah. and evil. Yeah, there's so, no, <laughs> there's no cream in metal. <laughs> let's let's throw some more some more fun questions out there to these dudes. Okay, we have a little thing we call AC versus DC. We like to do. So, okay. is it Bon Scott or Brian Johnson for you guys? Oh, oh Bon Scott. Bon, 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 <laughs> Bond is a blue collar son of a bitch. All right, so let me throw one else at you. Let me throw another one at you. And it's not that we don't like Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson's cool as shit, man. But like Bond Scott is is yeah. It's I don't like Brian Johnson's hat. I don't like it. I don't like the little hat. <laughs> yeah, at one point you gotta take like after two albums you gotta take the hat off. Which which guy which guy's ass could you kick if you're coming out of a bar in the back of a bar? Which who's could you beat up Brian Johnson or could you beat up Bond Scott if it came down to a fight? I think I'd rather fight Bon Scott. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you dude, he's wiry though, man. He's he's you know he's missing teeth. Yeah, but Bon Scott looks like he'd kick your yeah, ass in his underwear. Like, yeah. What do you mean, Brian Johnson or Bon Scott? I'm sorry, Brian Johnson looks like he'd kick your ass in his underwear. Ah, uh, he can't. No. Yeah, it looks like he feels no pain either. Like Brian Johnson, like <laughs> yeah. sleep on thumbtacks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can see him sleeping on a bed of nails. <laughs> Why I can not? see one. Yeah, I, I can see him like, punching me one time, and I'd be like, boop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bon Scott would be like, I'd be like pulling his hair and you know what I mean? It'd be like kind of a scrappy, like angry kind of weird fight. You know, he might poke your eye or something. Brian Johnson just seems like he'd just come up and just, bah! you know what I mean? <laughs> Thunderstruck. Brian Johnson might reason with me. I say, listen, mate, you know, 
let's not fight, you know? Yeah, let's not fight, but then you would, and then it'd be too late. I, I don't know. Brian, Brian Johnson's <laughs> a lot more angry. Than, he's a lot more angry these days because he got replaced by Axl Rose. Oh, God. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. Bob Scott looks like he bites, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like Bob Scott might bite. Yeah, but but he'd be the kind of fight where he'd like pull you down to the ground and like start doing weird shit to you. It wouldn't be like a normal fight. You know what I mean? He'd do dirty things. <laughs> he'd hit you with a brick first of he'd all. Do something weird. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be fucked up in some way. You know what I mean? He'd try to poke your eye out or something, or pull bite your ear. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be like a normal fight. That's that. Okay, so there you go. There's my question. I know, and even in that this debate, people are like, oh, black and black. Yeah, okay, it's their biggest album. But what about Highway to Hell? What about you know Dirty Deeds? What about Power Age? What about TNT? Oh my god! Come on, Locked man. Yeah, I mean, what about I mean, geez, give Bond his due. What's your favorite Bond song? To me, to me Back in Black sounds like it, it was a lot of music Bond wrote before. Oh, there's no doubt they took his notebook. Yeah, it's British that record. And not that you know, Bond did a great job on the album. It's a monster album, but I, I think Bond had a lot of influence still on that album, you know? Yeah, but we, so do, we do need to give kudos to the guy. He stepped up into a really tough spot, and he, he shined, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And you know what? Even the next record, the, for those about to rock, is a good record. It has a lot of like really cool songs on it. Inject the Venom and like, the, the title track. Yeah, yeah come on. Paul a great song, man. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't yeah, like, love when they didn't encounter when they pull those cannons out and shoot them off? Everybody loves that. <laughs> Columbia House, nice watch work. Don, watch Don Ho. And then after that, on the Columbia House, you got stuck with a bunch of like records from from like Tom Petty and shit after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for back as, as back in the day, it was in the Columbia House, it was KTEL. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Dow with special guest Bay City Rollers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be yeah. knocking the Bay City Rollers. They had some good songs. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Gosh, you totally did. I'm just, I'm burnt. So, what are your guys' favorite uh, Bond Scott songs? What do you throw a few out there? Uh, whole lot of Rosie. Oh yes, the Jack. The Jack is pretty awesome. City. There's no there's no shut down in flames. Nobody's gonna say shut down in flames. Oh well, yeah, man. I think everything that was, to me, like ACDC is like the remote. They can't do anything wrong. At, at least for their first five albums, you know what I mean? Right. And you know, if you're driving your car and long way to the top, I'm sorry, you crank it up. Well, that's true. Well, the but to then the came floor. flick of the switch and fly on the wall. Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. The production on those albums are just weird, real weird, too. Like, uh, Flick the Switch and Fly on a Wall. Especially Fly on a Wall is definitely a weird production album when you listen to it. It's just, yeah. It doesn't even sound like it's recorded right. Like, they, they didn't even realize they were recording ACDC on that album. Well, that's happening right. Sometimes. Like so, the producer won't even realize. It's kind of like they phoned it in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that too. I mean, 
they try to follow the. I, I think they try to follow the formula, the ACDC formula, and I think they they might have you know they they it might have hampered them trying to fit into that mold. Hmm. Okay. You know how many times can you rewrite Back in Black? How many times can you know you know what I mean? Like, right. Yep. And, so, and it just got stale, I guess. You know, a famous though, you know, one of my biggest in music. Like when I started playing guitar, ten years old. I mean, I, you know, it was ACDC trying to learn. Oh yeah, gotta pull the pull the old Gibson SG, go to town. Yeah, I had one. That's why I had the invitation. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I bought my first guitar off you. He made that guitar as famous as Jimmy Page made the Les Paul. You know what I mean? Well, there's Jerry Garcia too, and Tony Iommi that also play the SG. So don't forget that. No, Jerry is. Not an SG. It's a beast. You're right. Oh, is it? Custom. Oh, I'm yeah, wrong. That's a custom. Oh, that's not an SG. It's, it's, it's designed like an It looks SG, like an SG to me. I don't really care. I'm not a deadhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah, Iomi. I, I, you're right. Iomi really made the guitar big. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of Iomi. <laughs> oh, no. I got another question for Here you guys. Here it goes. Here it goes. Ronnie James Dio or Ozzy Osbourne? Well, this wow. is, in this band, everyone loves Ozzy, but we realize it's two different bands. Right. No. We realize, we look at it as two different bands. Everybody I do, too. Kids, kids, kids. That, dude, what do you mean you can't, you don't like any of those Dino songs? You mental? Wait, this is, that's not, <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, that's not Jeff. I'll tell you this right now. Ozzy all the way, that's the only happened to me. No, no, what I'm saying is people say that I agree. like the band. It's like, you don't like the band. I realize you love Ozzy. Yeah, those two records are, are awesome. The two Dio records are awesome. They're not, they're not. Yeah, but not just Black Sabbath, but what about Holy Diver, Diver Madman, um, Blizzard of Oz, uh, Last in Line? Oh, I love all, you know, Dio's solo albums are great. I love Dio. I just, to me, like, it was always, you know, Sabbath is one of my favorite bands from Ozzy. But Ozzy's just the best. You can't really, like, as good as Dio is, it's still like, it's like trying to go up against, you know, Santa Claus going up against Ozzy. Like, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you can't beat that guy. He is Ozzy. You know so, is that, so, so you're saying you're forget about you're saying you're saying Ronnie James G was like the Keister Bunny. <laughs> he said, forget about the forget, forget about Man of the Silver Mountain. Forget about okay. Rainbow Rising. All right, all right. We'll forget forget about, about the Mob Bros or Heaven and Hell. Okay, we'll forget about that. <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right. Those are all great albums. Who doesn't love Rainbow, man? I mean, come on, Rainbow. See, I was that guy that did. Look at what Dio did. He was in three major, major bands. I mean, you know, Rainbow, Dio, Sabbath. I mean, the guy killed it. And everywhere he stepped in, every room he stepped in, with all. He had to have a lot of balls. Well, I go for Ozzy. How much balls do you have to do to take, even take the game? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't get what I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll take those. A lot of people would turn the game down. Like, I can't replace Ozzy. Sam, this is the guy who sung Iron Man. Right. And now right. I'm going to take his place. Yeah, the Ian Gillian on vocals is fantastic too, but I mean Dio is Dio essentially say Black Sabbath. No, Dio is Sabbath. Oh, oh, no, my rules great. Oh yeah, yeah. I I love Ian Gillian like I always said, if I could have you know, if you're choosing a singer to be in your band, give me Ian Gillian because I mean like Thank you. His voice is so hard. If you're making a hard rock band, you want that guy to be your lead Dude, singer. Dude, come on. But Highway it Star? It didn't, it didn't work so fast. Right, right. <laughs> come on. Black, Deep Purple, really and come on. With John yeah. Ward, Deep Purple, come on. Yeah. Come on, oh, people. 
Who doesn't love space trucking, man? Who doesn't love space trucking? <laughs> What's wrong with you? My woman yeah. from Tokyo, who doesn't love that? Yeah, lazy. Some serious rock, man. You know, they're like a huge influence on us without realizing they're an influence. I think people don't think about Deep Purple, you know what I mean? But Uncle Ash said, man, you guys sound like Deep Purple. You got to have that, man. If you got an organ player in there, you're going to have it. But, I mean, that that's the sound of the rock. The rock organ, man, is the sound. It's just such a great sound. So heavy with that. Like, like Marshall Stack. He's like, all right. Black Lion, I'm upset to me, man. I'm playing right to those stats. Yeah, Lord, Lord was a monster player. I mean, yeah, Lord was, yeah. Great, with the habit organ and, you know, heavy music like that. It's very cool. But I want to go yeah. on record right now to say that um, Jethro Tull is not a metal band, so stop giving them awards like the Grammys. Yeah, Jethro <laughs> Tull is not a metal band. <laughs> There's no flute in metal, people. There's no flute. <laughs> I agree. Metallica's uh, reaction was priceless, though, when they heard when they were listening to Who Won. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like Metallica, I'm sure respects uh, Jethro Tull in the band, but to get to get blinded like that in an award show for Jethro Tull thirty years after their prime, that was a joke. Yeah, but I want to I want to mention one thing about about uh, one way that we got actually got back at Jethro Tull is that Tony Iommi, when he was in Black Sabbath, tried out for Jethro Tull's band. Played with him for a couple of days and decided he didn't want to do it. He wanted to go back to he wanted to go back to Black Sabbath. <laughs> he actually played. He actually played for Tull on the Rock and Roll Circus. If you look at the Rock and Roll Circus, right? Show, You're absolutely you know, right. I only was playing. I only was playing. Yeah. And then he bailed out. He's like, you know what? He said the flute. I'm out. Get your. Get your. <laughs> 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 he the flute and he got out of there. He said, I'd rather yeah, hang out crazy. with Ozzy. So listen, listen, yeah. listen, guys. I'm I'm holding in my hand a present I got from Mr. Jeff Crowder from Black Rose Deception, and that is a yeah. great CD called Indie Underworld Mixtape. And I'm telling yeah. you what, yeah. when we do our showcase shows, but you guys have to be on one of these days. Submit your stuff, please. Get you on the show. Bless you out worldwide. We tell people and all these bands that are unsigned or, or signed or whatever, get together, make music together, create some magic. And you guys did it with this CD. It's fantastic. So talk a bit about that. Cause you guys, well, kick, yeah, you guys we kick it so off. Happy. Yeah, that, we were so honored to be the first band, the first track on that on that compilation. That was great, and uh, you know, so many good bands, fifteen uh, indie bands, all great, uh, all great songs. And the compilation actually plays through pretty well. You know, you can listen to it from the first song to the fifteenth song. You know what? You know what's but, great about it to me is that somebody took the initiative to try to do something. In these times, with all this shit going on, and said, "Let's just do yep. this." And well, uh, yeah, we gotta give a shout out to Demon Scar. Demon Scar for a lot of hard work and effort in doing it. You know, yeah. yeah, the guys from Demon Scar were really the catalyst behind the the whole project. They came up with the idea. They did yeah. all the work. Like when we were doing our record, we did all the work. It was so nice this time that someone else was doing all the work. <laughs> because I can't I can't say enough how much these guys from Demon Scar. For this, uh, in the other world, yeah, yeah. and every, you know, all the bands are great. Everybody, you know, everybody's easy to work with. Like it's just, it's awesome. You know, we fell in alliance with these guys, and it just sucks because you know a lot of people still haven't heard like what's going on in the indie scene. Yeah, well, we're trying to get it out there as much as we yeah, can. Yeah, we do what we can to get it out there. We do the That's, best we can. Yeah, we, we appreciate that. I mean, you know, even myself, like, go ahead. Even myself, like. I, I was listening to a lot of mainstream, and then we put the album out. I started, you know, we got more involved in social media, and everything, and you start 
paid attention. You, you saw it coming across all these bands. You're like, wow, man, it's a lot of good bands out there that I never heard. Like, still, you know, it's like, and it's, you know, it yeah. sucks because you wish it was a way to get more people to hear it. But it's just, well, we're going to do our know, best so to get it out there. We're growing in leaps and bounds. Our show is becoming huge. 100,000 listeners now across the world. And we're going Lisa Bonds everywhere. We're going to blast the, the indie tape out all the bands. That's why I give the open call. People to come on the podcast like you guys. And it's funny. Absolutely. A lot of people don't take me up my offer, but I'm giving you an open platform. I'm giving you a worldwide platform. Everybody listens oh, to uh, the radio show, listens to the podcast too. And yeah. we have a huge yeah, social media presence as well. So we're doing the best we can, but people have to get off their butts and contact us. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it, and whether a hundred thousand people or one, like we always said, like if one person hears it, it's awesome. You know, it is. It is how one person hears it in Australia. They tell their buddies down this road, or tell somebody in New Zealand, tell somebody in Italy, then it'll go across to Alaska, to New York, back yeah. to Chicago. Then you get point zero three nine cents at Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> then yeah, you, guys, yeah. <laughs> you know, we set out to do this. We said, you know, it, it, we don't care if someone other than our friends hears it, like one guy from Japan loves it and we, we felt satisfied yeah and yeah. You know, we, we're gonna give a little cat out of the bag we, we've we've talked to Lonnie Hammer a lot of good friend of ours Lonnie Hammer yep. and yep. We're, we're talking about getting uh we want to bring a bunch of you guys out here to, to Arizona have a nice big showcase show for you guys in Arizona I mean, all this yeah. stuff blows over you know come out to the west yeah. Yeah. we'd love to do it we'd love to be there we said show wow. people are gonna be itching to want to go to concerts when all this stuff blows over finally you that's know? right and, you know, yeah, I'd wear a plastic you know, bag over my head to go see a rock show right now. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. With a right. snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, like we get to, you know, we get to make music. Like after this, we're gonna go play. So it's like we get to hear it. At least it's cool. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quit being our own show. Yep. And and, and, it's, and it may be a tragedy right now to be able to play out live, but it's a great way. People are captivated now because they're in their homes. And they're living on the internet. They're living on social media. They're living on streaming, and it's a great way that no, they start hearing your music. No, I agree. The whole way, the whole way it functions has changed. You know what I mean? Like the way bands promote and the way people listen, even. Yeah, but it's different. When this all blows over, there's going to be a lot more people that are going to want to go out that were actually held held captive in their house by yeah. themselves. Yeah. You know, they're, they're getting yeah. yeah. You know, everybody's you know, just you know, just. You know, just they're gonna get. They're gonna want to get out. We'll be ready. We'll, and know, they're gonna we'll be exposed there. to new music. And I think it's great that the uh, the indie mixtape came out, Underworld mixtape came out, because it's great. Because then there's a lot of bands people can people can start following, listening to. Not on YouTube, Spotify, go with your social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, and check all these bands out. So we want to thank yeah, the yeah. Three Js for coming on the Old Guys Talk Metal Sometimes Punk podcast today. And yes, that would be you, Jeff, Juice, and Johnny from Dead Eye Doll in New Jersey. Thank you so much. Tell people around the world how they can get a hold of you Thanks, guys, where Bob. they can go to hear your music. Well, they could always go to www.deadeyedoll.com and then they can find us on all the social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify. Twitter. Twitter's our biggest one, Spotify. Okay. Uh, but they could always find everything. Uh, at yeah, Okay, they'll also be able to find all their links on our website and on, and on a podcast and all major platforms. We can put your social media and all this stuff too as well. And uh, yeah, hey guys, DM me your address and your shirt size. I want to send you guys some stuff. Okay, I'll text that over to you. And you guys got to do me a favor, man. 
Do a, do a cover of Holiday in Cambodia for me, would you? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'd love to. You know, we were just, it's funny, me and Jeff were just watching the Dan Kennedy's videos last night, and uh, we were watching Bleed for Me and Holiday in Cambodia. See that? Maybe one day. I would love to Maybe hear it. Just, 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 just don't make it, I don't know, do it tonight, please. Kill the, <laughs> kill the poor would be fine. You can do kill the poor. <laughs> kill the poor. Yeah, <laughs> Something short and easy. Yeah, we're going to put this out. We're going to try to get this album done you know hopefully you know we got set back a little bit the album was written before we got quarantined and now we got shut down but we're going to start recording it hopefully get it out within the year you know this year by the end of the year and then maybe put out a cover single again you know we'll think about it awesome awesome so thank you once again for being on the show guys dead eye doll everybody and get out there and support these guys buy the music buy the merch go see when they start playing again thank you once again guys we hail you from arizona sean bobby thank you Everyone support the Indian Underworld. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.